Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hello, podcasters. Hello, podcasters. Hello, podcasters. Good Hello, t- podcasters. Hello. Oh, we doing one more quick round at least. Uh, big show today. <laughs> big show. We did a deep dive. We love doing deep dives on this show on the word shotgun and its uses. Yes. Mm. Mm. Shotgun's good. I reckon we're going to use it more. You reckon now? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I love, I've been using it for ages. I, I can't believe I haven't used shotgun on you guys. No, I meant on the show. Mm. Oh, wow. Mm. Mm. Shotgun knot. See? That's going to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> shotgun knot is the best, uh, yeah, the best yeah. one. <laughs> hey, guys, can you just record this? Shotgun knot. Shotty knot. Shotty knot. If you don't know, well, you won't know what the hell we're talking about. It is mm. within the podcast today. We're talking about when uh, you want to have the last piece of something or you want to take advantage of a situation. Mm. You say shotgun and then everyone has to jump into line. Stephen Coletti also uh, is on the show today. He's from One Tree Hill. It was a massive show. All right, let's roll it. Here we go. Here's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The news friends fans have waited 27 years for. Sources say that after that reunion, Ross and Rachel get together in real life. It was very exciting because uh, a lot of the rumours uh, were that they have hooked back up after declaring during the reunion show that they were crushing on each other, which is their words. Um, they've come out and actually said, no, we're sorry, we've, that's not the case at all. It just makes me feel like they had to give a scoop for the reunion show and they went, we'll take one for the team and we'll mm. say that we were in love. Yeah, that would be great. That would be headlines. Or Schwimmer said he was crushing on her and she didn't want to break his heart by going, ew. No, <laughs> she went back and said, I, was, I told him that I was going to be disappointed if our first kiss was on screen. You see, I still didn't buy that. Okay. I felt like she was being kind. Well, me. anyway, everyone was so excited that they were getting back together and mm. they have denied it. But then uh, someone has uh, started a bit of a thread of going, okay, what couples do you want to see back together? Because people have been loving Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Jennifer. Yeah, so saying couples that you sort of fell in love with and if they found their way back together. Okay, so this is not even my list. This is a list of what people have said. It's interesting that people are so excited about them because there was equal love for... Uh, for her, Rachel, mm. uh, for to her to get back with um, Brad Pitt. Yeah, I would have um, thought that would be the number one. Jennifer it? Anderson and Brad Pitt, but also Brad Pitt with um, Jolie. Jolie. Oh, no so, one wants to see that. No, they did. This is people oh, were really? saying. Yeah, it just yeah. seemed so. In the end, it got so toxic. In the end, that that seemed like a. Yeah. Mm. So these were top couples that people have wanted to see back together, and you guys can decide whether you okay. agree or not. Okay. Tom Green and Drew Barrymore. No, that was terrible, and it was terrible for her career. That should never have happened. Sorry. <laughs> and then she put him in Charlie's Angels too. You're like, come on, guys, put it away. Nah. Did they have a kid together? <laughs> no. Nah. No, they didn't. No. Uh, these guys, Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling, they featured in The Notebook. Mm. I wrote you every day for a year. Yes. wasn't over. Still isn't over. Best movie. <laughs> Written by a guy. <laughs> uh, which, yeah, amazing. Uh, the other one is Johnny Depp and Ren- uh, Winona Ryder. Oh, yeah. You're not feeling any of these so far? You have to get his tattoo changed back. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not. Some of these I'm just... You know, when you sort of grew up seeing them together in magazines and they're back together, it's like mum and dad have found their way. I like that one because now she's as crazy as he is. They are. I thought the same. Mm, It'd work now. They're both on the same level. Mm. Um, Talking about the music world, Drake and Rihanna. I'm too good to you. I'm way too good to you. You take my love for granted. 
Oh, I didn't mind either way. They can do what they want. Macaulay Culkin and Mila Kunis, they dated for so long. See, there's one I'd like to get behind. And and especially now, because he hasn't aged that well, Mm. and she doesn't look like she's aged a day. So for them to get back together, it would seem... And their stardom is so different these mm. days. It would it would be very bizarre. I just bizarre. love that none of this takes into account that they've got new partners and kids and happily yeah. married. Everyone's like, no, 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 bugger oh, that. We want to go back to it. The hypothetical world is a wonderful world. Yeah, well, if you're doing hypothetical, uh, Giselle Bunchen and Leonardo DiCaprio. Everyone was like, yes, it was yeah. nice for him to date someone his own age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that, What about these guys, Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron? I meant what I said about movies and summer and just being together. I secretly think when they're having a moment, they both just sing to each other. <laughs> but see, that was they were, they were very young yeah. mm. then. Mm. What, like, what were you saying before we were talking? You want like a Tom Cruise, Tom and Nicole, Bruce and Demi. No one voted for them. Yeah, well, but I yeah. like them. They're good ones. There was Bruce Pete and Wentz and a- um, Ashley Simpson, which you were just talking about. Also, Channing Tatum to get back with Jenna. Oh, yeah. Do- um, they were a good doing, couple. Yeah, they were a good couple. Yeah. No. Mm. Yay. Nothing. <laughs> oh, I'm actually trying to think of any Tom, Australian Tom couples. And... Tom Cat, Tom really? Nicole. Yeah, they were a great couple. He's a lot older than her. So? You just don't like him. Well, Tom I Cruise. Say and... I don't like him. He's got a great set of lawyers. I think he's amazing. <laughs> Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. <laughs> you yeah. know, any jokes about him. On TV, yeah. I have been paying attention. Yeah. Oh, does he sue them a lot, does he? I don't know. He just watches the show. I don't apparently. know. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're petrified, but we don't know. We just we don't want to wait and see what will happen. Well, this is one you of know? the most voted for couples, these guys. Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake's yeah. Disney smiles and the double denim dressing made them a couple of the millennium. However, it didn't go on forever. Mm, no, it didn't. No. That would be a good one. Yeah, I thought that would be a good one. Yeah. You thought of any Australians yet? No. Mm. I cannot think of an Australian like couple that everyone would be excited for them to get back together. They're all the international mm. celebrities. None, none from maths? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't that, isn't that... That just goes to show how wrapped up we are in American culture, that there's not any... I mean, there's not that many power Australian couples, though. Barnaby Joyce and his wife. Well, when you think about like... it, the big power couple have never broken up, have they? Leighton it... Hewitt and Beck. Oh, you know, that's a Jack really Lennon, good one. Um, yeah. Them, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Strand's just too good at marriage. Look at us go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stephen Coletti started his career on Laguna Beach. My last sunset in Laguna Then decided acting was more his thing on One Tree Hill. I will absolutely be coming back here. Now he's teamed up with his mate to bring us a new show on Paramount Plus called Everything is Doing Great. Please welcome. Stephen Coletti. Good morning. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. This show looks uh, hilarious, like hilariously sad at some stages, I'm, I'm sure, but it's two uh, out-of-work actors um, sort of holding on to their fame of when they were in a very successful vampire TV show. Yeah, it's there's, it's, a, it's a dark comedy. It's, it's a little different from what uh, some people might have seen uh, James and I do in the past uh, on some other shows. This is... Uh, 
you know, something that's supposed to feel intimate and, and we're hoping in, in a down to earth way where people can connect with it, no matter, you know, what these guys are doing and what their background and their careers are, the whole Hollywood side of it. Have you actually got any friends who are characters like these, who, who were big actors, but now it's time for them to move on and get another job? Have you had to have that combo with them? No, it's true. I don't know if like I can actually have that conversation with somebody. Could could you sit? I, I would. I could. I would be no the, way, man. No way. Yeah, I'd be the hinting guy. I'd, I'd want to try to be there and, and open up the door if they want to kick it open and have a conversation. <laughs> but well, I don't know if I can be the one to just squash someone's dream and be like, you know what? Hang it up. Your daddy says it to me all the time. <laughs> no, no. Well, I was like, I went to drama school and I, I went in. I went into something else, but all my friends who still, you know, some of them have gone over to LA for like pilot week and now yep. a lot of them are dressed as fairies doing kids parties and I like all their photos, okay? And say, <laughs> go you, Nida was great for three years and you really succeeded. You um, you also made an appearance in Taylor Swift's, one of her um, music videos for White Horse. Yes, sir. Yeah. Does she reach yep. out to you directly? How does that come about? She did. I was. It was a randomly. It was a random um, just note from uh, my management who had said that they reached out about it, and uh, I'd heard a little bit about her. This was as her rocket was in route to the moon, or yeah. just another yeah. stratosphere. You know, uh, she was just coming up. I think Fearless was just coming out. Uh, and it was right before maybe one of her first uh, SNL appearances. But we went and we we went out to um, Nashville for a couple of days and and shot met her there. She was an absolute doll and just getting her story of you know this girl who was leaving middle school and high school, traveling into Nashville to write with, you know, these writers that are twice her age and, and work on songs and stuff and then also tour the country and, and play at little clubs and and just be that cool, like, you know, well like well spoken, you know, um, just true talent that you, you can just tell that this girl was, you know, was on her rocket ship. And yeah, um, yeah it, was, it was it was a fun experience. We had a good time shooting that. I remember I, I randomly in the music video, I'm doing a, a card trick and I think she she wound up like after the fact, giving me all these compliments. I'm like, oh, yeah, Steven's this great magician. And I knew like two card tricks and I just picked one up like right before. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know a card trick. And, after, and it happened to like work on set. Somehow the card came up on the end when we were shooting it. It works and she was blown away. But after that, I remember I'd get for a little while. I'd be like, so you're a really good magician, right? I was like, can we see some tricks? I'm like, no, no, I don't nothing. You just got it, the one time you got it right was in front of Taylor Swift. And now everyone just thinks, oh, yeah. Now it's, it's in the music video. I'm pretty sure there's a natural reaction that's actually in the video. Of like you can see my face, too. Like, oh, oh that's right. I didn't saw her in half. Wow. Uh, um, One Tree Hill was such a huge show. We're seeing a lot of this uh, this time, uh, especially when the world is going crazy, that nostalgia is a big thing and and a lot of old shows are are doing reunions and stuff. Do you think there would be a One Tree Hill reunion special where all the cast got back together at any time? Man, I I feel like there's so many episodes of of the show and so many different characters. It would almost be like, where where do you begin? Um, I mean, I would probably count myself out. (laughs) I feel like maybe just focus on the first few seasons and those people because there's a lot of people that they would need to, uh, uh, you know, to get their availability and and bring into the show. so, I mean, you never say never, you know, this day and age, everything seems to get a reunion. I, I, I wonder what it would look like. It would maybe, you know, something more of, of what the girls are doing right now, what, what Hillary and mm-hmm. Sophia and, mm-hmm. and Joy, they've got a podcast um, called Drama Queens, uh, which they're going through a rewatch. And, and maybe that'll kind of fill that. Maybe that'll maybe that'll spark it. Maybe, or, or maybe that'll kind of fill that void. I'm, I'm not really sure. I feel like it remains to be seen. But um, yeah, you never know. You'd have to get Nick Lachey. 
Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> you, you would have to come in. What is he doing these days? I haven't heard the name Nick Lachey in a million years. Have you heard? Nick's an awesome dude, and his wife Vanessa Manello. I, I I love those two. I mean, when I when I was I was hosting for MTV way back in the day, right after coming off of Laguna Beach, and Vanessa Manello was was the uh, the main VJ they put me with, and she. She took me under her wing as I was, you know, I was like almost a deer like in, in headlights there, 19 years old, just thrust into hosting for MTV. And uh, she was she was great. But I love the Lachey's, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen, when's the last time you, as a 35-year-old man, called out shotgun? Ooh. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> don't, um, do, don't do me like this. Don't do he, me he's like He's American. It could have been yesterday. Okay, so Stephen, sorry. We're talking about <laughs> you before, right? And everyone's sharing like little tidbits of what they know about you. And you've been around for so long. And someone brought up Taylor Swift. And Maddie out there calls, Shotgun, that's my question. So, so, the, producer, so the producers <laughs> give us your bio and they tell us all the information. And I, she said the Taylor Swift thing. And I love he's Taylor Swift. He's like, oh, I love Swift. that. I'm asking, Shotgun. I and we're like, we've never called funny. Shotgun before. I just don't know if that's something that you do because we're like, do you... We're you, the same. You and I are the same age and I believe that you should be, uh, you know, mid-30s and be able to say... Say shotgun. <laughs> we, we had it with our buddies all the time. Not for anything like that. It's, I've never used it, uh, heard it in that context, but definitely for, for you know, calling for the front seat of a car. I'm curious, bio-wise, I have a question for you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Bio-wise, is this most like, do you get your information mostly off Wikipedia or is there a bio provided? Well, we get given we get given like a, a couple of sheets with like photos and like questions. Okay. I was just there looking at my Wikipedia the other day. Mm -hmm. This is you have to. I do. Yeah. My free time, and I realized it's kind of written by somebody who who would probably hope that I just like walked into the ocean and never never came back. Like <laughs> it, it reads like Laguna Beach was still trying to acquire some charm, and then he left. <laughs> Not that he left the show, it's like he did not return for another season. And then it was like the Taylor Swift video, it was like she she said that she needed somebody who would who looks like they would never lie to you, but does, you know? <laughs> it's written with sass, isn't it? Who wrote my, my Wikipedia page? It's like, this person wants to see me just, I'm sorry I'm still here. I feel like... I, I, I apologise. I was bored one day. I was watching One Tree Hill. I just <laughs> took just to Wikipedia. <laughs> Great to talk to you. Um, get on board Paramount Plus. Um, August 11, it starts streaming. Everyone is doing great. Uh, Stephen Coletti, really appreciate it, mate. Thanks for your time this morning. Likewise. Thank you. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Uh, we're very excited at our house at the moment mm. because um, we've been renovating downstairs. At the moment, we have three adults and two children who live in a three-bedroom, one-bathroom house. <laughs> and we've been in there this is our fourth year, I think, we're living in there now. Mm -hmm. So we've been renovating here and there. And finally, downstairs, um, in the next week or two, there'll be two extra bedrooms and another bathroom. So I will not have to continually knock on the door and say to Ethan, get out of the shower, please. Mm -hmm. I need to use the toilet. And it always feels like, Ethan, your 18-year-old is most difficult for he, you. It's just because... Because when he showers, <laughs> he spends 45 minutes in there. Oh, no. He's is in there for so long. Why don't you do the dead thing? Turn off the hot water. Mm. I would if I knew how to. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. You like, the hot water's run out. You go, yep. Yeah. Oh, or or just, just use it while he's in there. The toilet. It's all. It's a whole big open bathroom, though. Mm. So our toilet is in in our bathroom. I think yeah. he's saying go in there go and, in there and, and you'll get out of the shower pretty quick. Yeah. 
No, he wouldn't. That's the well, thing then, with well him. Then, at least then you can no, still use I the toilet. Do, I, could, I couldn't do that. You couldn't do <laughs> that? Don't make eye contact with me. I'm <laughs> no, I, I can't. I could never do that. Okay. He's, nine, he's almost 20. <laughs> yeah. I would do it with maybe my seven-year-old, mm. but no. Right. But e- either way, what's, we're rearranging the whole house around. So we're going to have extra space and it's going to be wonderful. Mm. And that means we're turning um, an area upstairs into a proper dining room because you guys have been to our house. You know, our kitchen just has that little corner spot where we have our dining so what's table. What's dining table? Is it a circle now? It's a circle. Oh, yeah. okay. So we've been very yeah. we've been very crammed, but we knew it was a long-term thing renovating. And let me just tell you, anyone who's thinking of renovating, don't do it. It is the worst thing you'll ever do in your life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry to the block. Yeah, never not done it. So. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, People come over and they're like, you renovating? I go, no, my husband's a builder. And they go, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I like, That's right. Never going to be finished. But what is exciting is we were able to get a uh, dining table now mm. that will fit all of us. And we've had a circle dining table for five years. Mm. And previous to that, we always ate our dinner on the um, lounge chair because our kids were so little, we never really needed a dining table. Mm. So now we'll have a longer dining table. Like a Viking. And yes. And I'm excited because you know what that means? I will get to be head of the table. So I finally, as a father, am going to, in a couple of weeks, assume my seat Mm. at the head of the table as I look across my family, which I have created at dinner time. Continuing his obsession with power. Yeah. You know, you could have just put a clock on the round table. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get it. You'd sit at 12. That would make that the head of the table. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yeah. or just like polite placemats but, at the head of the table. That's exciting for that's you. That's very exciting. Do you guys have, so where does everyone sit in your family? Does Scott sit at the head we of the table? We have a huge dining room table, yeah, you as do. you've seen, and we've got half of it filled with crap, so no one spends in it. Mm. And then the two middle kids sit like at the top of the head of the table. That makes sense. Because they're the boss. Yeah, Scotty, <laughs> Scotty would never get the head of the table. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. you head of the table at your house? I'm the couch. Do you sit, you oh, sit in, the, in the couch? couch. Yeah, we watch That is so terrible. Why? Well, don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> and half the population of Brisbane. <laughs> you don't <What>? fine dine. <laughs> Where does the waiter go? We were never allowed to sit at the couch. Well, I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> But we had that growing up. We had our spots. You had your spot at the dinner table as a kid, and that's where it comes from. It's nothing about power. Mm. I just remember... As a kid, when we would sit down to eat every single night, Dad had his spot. Mm. Even when Dad was FIFO working, mm. no one sat in Dad's spot. We all yeah, right. had our very own seat we would sit at every we night. We used to growing up, so I still have, when I go back to my parents' house, I'll go and sit at my seat, and my now my niece is there, and I was like, get up. Mm. Yeah. She's like, what? And I was like, get up, that's my seat. And Mum's like, don't be silly. It is her seat, darling. <laughs> because that's... But even here at work, we've got our set seating. Yeah, mm. completely. Imagine if we came into the morning meeting and sat in your seat. Well, that would never happen because you're never there on time. <laughs> it's true. Now, now, kids. You can't steal someone's seat if you arrive As head of the table, them. I will get up and flog the both of you if you continue <laughs> with this fire. Um, but um, th- this is this is the wonderful thing, and I, I feel like I'm about to begin a tradition that my children have never, ever had, okay. and that is their places. They say evil. that uh, it is so important for a family actually to sit, because we're so bad we don't eat at the same time, because Scotty comes yeah. home late and we do it, but they say it's so important to actually turn off all things, that's what I was saying, and sit and eat together. Mm. So that would be very exciting that you'd be able to do that. How do you decide which ends the head? 
Now, I thought about this because there's two ends. Mm. I reckon it's the one that has the best view to the TV. And that's why Dad always had that spot, because Dad could see the TV sweetly. It's wherever you sit, mate. Wherever you sit is the head. Yeah, that's true. Are you going to have Esther at the tail, or is that going to be Ethan? Like right down the end. Yeah. No, she'll mm. be just to me to my so left. To your left, my so, woman to so my left. As we oh, discuss, my God, can you please just put her at the head of the table? As we discuss with the children, I'll be able to reach over and just grab her hand gently and go, isn't that right, darling? <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, sh- gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got a dilemma, you can send an email. Dear Abby at b105.com.au and we'll share it with the group, get their opinion. Mm-hmm. We need people that have been in this situation. You've got a smirk on your face. What's going well, on? Well, I just, I just, I, I wrote back to her and asked a couple of questions. I just, I feel sorry for her because she's kind of met like this, this guy that she thinks could be the one. You know? And then you go, oh, wait a minute. Is that an issue? Because she's written, Dear Abby, I met a guy on Tinder that I really like. Dating's been going really well. He confessed to uh, me on our first date when I said, oh, whereabouts do you live, that he lives with his mum. But in his words, I remember it clearly, I moved back with my mum during the pandemic to help her out as I didn't want her to lose her house. Oh. Oh, I thought that was really incredibly sweet. But the Friday before the lockdown, we went out for dinner with his friends at Stones Corner and had a big night and a few too many drinks. Since I live at Slacks Creek and he's at Greenslope, I said to him, it was stupid us getting a cab back to mine that we've stayed there previously. We're going to stay at his. When we got to this beautiful big Queenslander, he led me down the side path to the back of the house in what could only be described as a shed that was turned into his bedroom. After some time there, I needed to go to the bathroom and he said, oh, that's in the house and I don't want you to wake my mum. Oh, God. So it seems it's not that sweet after all. Is he just a 30-year-old that is living at home and hasn't got his life together? Is it purely because of the shed, though? If he I, had a bedroom, does that I make a difference? I don't know what to do in this situation. I think he is really nice, and I haven't asked more details, but I kind of need to know his financial situation to know if this is mm-hmm. a thing or not. I'm more interested in how she fixed the toilet situation. Oh, I, say, I did say that. She said she went home. It was 2 a.m. No, okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's near a servo by. Like, <laughs> there's always a 7 well, seven eleven somewhere. I wrote back and I said, so what is he doing in the middle of the night? She goes, that's what I thought. He nah. must be going out and going into the bush, yeah. and I just don't feel like that's... Like, I, I can't talk because I met Scotty when he was living in his mum's shed when we got together. How old was he? He was... Oh, he was in 20, 28. But... The the thing for me was I had moved back with my parents, so we were two losers mm. hooking up. Oh well, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I don't think you can call yourselves losers. We for that. were, we were both. We just we'd both broke. We just didn't really know what we're doing job wise. Okay, sorry. We were both going through a lot of changes in our life. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. You see, I think <clears throat> she's being judgmental. What do you think about a thirty year old living at home in their parents' backyard? Roll reversal, guy'd walk in and go, sweet shed, babe. Of course. <laughs> but never moving out. I would, love you be, this. would you be okay with it? Well, what about if you're like, would you, it doesn't bother you, you don't reckon? Well, I think up until that point, he's obviously been a, a gentleman. Mm-hmm. He's been very kind to her and been nice to her. And she's like, this could be the one. And then because he's living in a shed at his mum's house, all of a sudden it turns. Like, mm. there's better qualities to this human rather than where he sleeps. And obviously. He doesn't want to be in the house with the mum. She might be a nagging old thing, and he thinks I'd rather be in the shed. So they could move in together and she could move into the shed. <laughs> or I could go get an apartment. Yeah. 
Mm. What, do, what do you think? You don't like the fact he's in the shed? She thinks it means more about him. That's what she was saying. Yeah, she was like, I thought that he would really got his life together of what he was doing, and then she wouldn't. he didn't offer, like she insisted, go back to the house. Like he, he made it seem like he had bought the house off his mum during the pandemic and that she was living there. Turns out when she went there... He's in the back shed and his mum's got the house and it seems like it's role reverse. I, I, I like to believe that maybe he is just the nicest man in the world. He does own the house, but he wants his mum no, to be as comfortable, comfortable. As, po- as possible. How old's the mum? I mean, she can just hold on. <laughs> yeah. Just wait. I don't know. Maybe it is one. Maybe it is one. Greenslopes is a lovely area. It is. Are you a 30-year-old that's living at home? Explain your situation. Where you're like, no, this is legit. Uh, Ian from Hendra joins us. What do you reckon, mate? Um... Yes, so I'm in the same situation, and it's interesting because um, I'm doing it because my parents are in their 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the funny thing is, the re- um, it's only it's been a long eight months. It's like I'm 16 again, and my parents are telling me what to do. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you got your single bed yeah. again, and <laughs> yeah, God, yes. And I'm in a partition to the house that's outside because I want to still give them their their freedoms. Mm. Their yeah. But the reaction I get, especially with ladies, um, you're right. They ha- This is the question that you should be asking. Mm-hmm. Why are they worried about my financial situation? Is it not the fact that I'm a good person, that I'm helping my parents? Mm. Should that be more so to the point? So, you're saying, so you're, are you single at the moment, Ian? Yes. So you're saying that if you, uh, like in dating, and you say you live with your parents, they just get, they freak out? Well, that's true. You can see the women, they start thinking, in there, why is he living with his parents? Mm. Um, that upfront reason, saying I'm just a good son and I'm helping my parents, does not seem to cut it, usually. Do you know what? It's better, Ian, and this is what I think is this situation. You should say, my parents are living with me. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> yeah, that's the end. Yeah. But it's so, it's so dumb, though. Life. Yeah, I'm it's true. Yeah. 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 Do you got... want us to start lying as soon as we no, talk to you? No, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, you know what freaks people out is all of a sudden they're going to be dating you and they're going to meet their future mother-in-law straight away in her environment. Yes, and, and that's okay because you might as well rip the Band-Aid off and show mm. them. It. I'm 50 now, so I'm not 24 or 30. So, mm. um, yeah. Easily done. It's all right. When I was dating Scotty and he was living in the garage, I used to just open the roller door rather than the front door. And his mum said to me, you can't do that anymore. It's noisy. (laughs) Come through the front door. We can hear you coming and going. I'm really sorry. Good on you, Ian. Uh, Well done, Ian. Appreciate it, mate. And you are a good bloke looking after your parents. Hey, Sarah is on right now. Um, What do you think about this? Look, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. Like, I'm 28, so I'm not 30 yet, but I'm 28 and I've always lived at home. So my parents have always, you know, sort of respected that, yes, look, she's an adult. I contribute towards towards all of the bills. I do what I have to do. And it's sort of been a half-and-half mix. Some people look at you and go, oh, yeah, not touching that with a 10-foot pole. You still live at home. And other people just don't care. They're like, oh, it's fine. You're helping out. It's not as if you don't have a job and you're not doing anything. But, look, I don't see anything wrong with it. Like, obviously, you're still an adult. You're still paying your way. But you've also got the perks of, you know, your parents at home. And, you know, they include you into everything. They help pay for some of the things. Like, if you go, oh, I'll contribute towards dinner and they just do it all for you. So I think it's, I don't know, I think people look badly on it when it's not such a bad thing all the time. Are you dating? Are you allowed to have people? Not allowed, I shouldn't say like that. You're a grown adult. But do you have people over? 
I do. So, like, I've been with my partner for just over a year now, and we're about to move in together. But my parents have sort of had, like, no issues, like, really with him coming over. There's been some hiccups where it's sort of like, well, hey, maybe not tonight. Mm. And obviously there might have been a few fights about it because it's sort of like, well, hey, I'm an adult too. Yeah. But, like, it's not as bad as, I guess, what everyone makes it out to be, but there definitely are times where you wish you were out. <laughs> did, did you say you'd never lived out of home, though? No, never. Wow. So when, are you gonna, when, when did you say you're moving out then? Well, I'm moving in with my partner soon. So it'll be like in a month or two and I'll be out. Oh, so there's going to be, be tears. Very... Yeah, your parents are going to be sad. <laughs> Look, it might be, it might not be. I reckon mainly from my family's side they'll miss me, but it'll be a nice experience to get out. Yeah. <laughs> you must be, if you've in 28 years of your life never moved out, you must be a basquillionaire. Have you got like just money everywhere? See, it's more on the opposite end. Obviously, you know how to save and you've always got a savings account, mm. but it gives you a little bit of luxury to save up and to buy things mm. that you might not necessarily be able to do when you're living out of home and it's just one yeah. person and you've got a budget. That's true. Shoe oh. collection, bag collection. Good luck moving the jet ski. Yeah, yeah. where's the boat going to go? <laughs> <Yeah>. you <know? laughs> wow. Sarah, I hope your parents keep your bedroom as well. All right. Uh, thank you to everyone who joined in this morning. If you want to have your say, we'll get this up on our Facebook page. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I called shotgun. No, you didn't. I called shotgun. I didn't hear anything. What do you mean? I called shotgun. I'll be riding shotgun. I thought everyone did this, still did this, <laughs> and it, it, it never, ever stopped in your life. You can still do shotgun, but what you did it for was not... Shotgun worthy. Well, we were talking to Stephen Coletti earlier from Laguna Beach fame, One Tree Hill, and um, before each interview, we always go over the questions that the producers have researched and, and say it will be have good answers. Mm. And because um, I don't know much about him, I pulled the shotgun <laughs> card, and then you you did me in by well, telling. We've never him. done it. If we traditionally no, have a shotgun, then that's okay. Mm. But all of a sudden, you're starting it. I'm starting the, the but shotgun. But you didn't. Okay, you didn't say we're starting it. Like everyone needs to be. Well, we just wanted to know if he's ever done it. We're talking about you before, right? And everyone's sharing, like, little tidbits of what they know about you. And you've been around for so long. And someone brought up Taylor Swift. And Maddie out there calls, Shotgun, that's my question. I'm asking, Shotgun. We've never called Shotgun before. I just don't know if that's something that you do because we're like... (laughs) We we had it with our buddies all the time. Not for anything like that. I've never used it, I heard in that context. But definitely for, for, you know, calling for the front seat of a car... Do we know why we say it? No. no. I think you might have told me bef- once before, maybe? Mm, I think so. Uh, in the Wild West, when you're on a stagecoach, the person next to the driver would protect him with his shotgun if anyone came up to try and rob the stagecoach. So it is actually about the passenger seat of a car. Yeah, yeah originally. And then it's, yeah, and then it's gone. Because we still use it for, for front seat, and the kids will do it for shotgun. Yeah, yeah we. I do it for pretty much anything. Everything. And then when I remember growing up as a kid, we used to... I don't I think my cousin's taught me it, you could challenge. So what you would say is you'd have to say shotgun, no challenge. What was the challenge? Uh, How do you challenge? So it would be because there's three of us, if I said to you, shotgun stab, Abby could go challenge mm-hmm. because I haven't shotgunned to, to her, right. so she could challenge me on it. Uh-huh. So she takes my shotgun. Ooh. I mean, it got very complicated. Yes. Uh, but See, I think, like, I, I'll say to, like, Scotty, I'll shotgun the end bit of the meat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he'd be like, oh, but I'm yeah. cutting it. And I'm like, yeah, but I called shotgun on it. So <laughs> that that one's allowed. But I don't think you can go, like, at a bar, I shotgun that girl. You 100% can do that. That is, besides the front seat of the car, that's the 
second most used time you're allowed to. You've done that in a bar? Yeah. How do you think me and Esther are together? You shotgunned her. Yeah. Someone didn't challenge. It, <laughs> it feels like... Oh, that, that's but, hurtful to her. Lots of men you, would you challenge. You want your cousin to challenge? Lots of men no, would challenge I didn't mean Esther. like that. You know that I think that she's better than you. Don't bring that into it. I think that's more I of a... I tell her every time we go out, sweetie, if you're what sure, you? like, you know that I support you. <laughs> no, I think that one's more of a dibs situation. Dibs, dibs. Yeah. That's dibs. First dibs. I'm <laughs> dibs. the same thing. No, dibs, it's not. Dibs shotgun and shotgun means, are the no, same no, 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 thing. They're not, because it means... You have a crack, yeah. and if you're not successful because she goes, come on, dibs. loser, yeah. then you have your second dibs. Mm. Third dibs. Oh, yeah, no, but that's, shotgun and dibs work the no. same work the same way. If you no, shotgun, you, can't, no, 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 you, can't you can't dibs the front seat. You can't dibs, and then you can't be, oh, second dibs. So shotgun and dibs are very different. See, I think, I'm with you, Steph. That's see, a good call. Mm. But having said that on a shotgun, back mm. in our day, wasn't wasn't the same as Tinder. You knew that people frequented the same bars. So if you went shotgun and then didn't, didn't you know, seal the deal that night, mm. that meant next weekend you'd come back again. But right. that means that no one else is allowed to have a chance. That's what I'm saying. So shotgun is kind of like, that's out. That's that. it. It's that's done. it. Like, yeah. if totally. I, I'm shotgunning mm. front seat for the, mm. the car to go to a trip. Like, there's no one else. Mm. Dibs means that if crack. you're out, yeah. you're not successful. That's yeah. why, as the DJ, grab the mic and be like, all right, I shotgun every girl in the club, guys. You think they say it in America or everyone would just duck? Oh, no, you can't say it. Is, that, is it just an Australian thing? Well, no, actually, it oh. couldn't be because they started in the Wild West. So it must oh, did have you been. Google it? Of course I Googled it. <laughs> I thought it was like one of your... Well, 131060, <laughs> when can and can't you use shotgun? Yeah, maybe it's a family thing that you're still doing. That's what we're asking. I also um, use it on Esther for, and my kids for shotgun not. And that, I mean, that adds another layer to it. So if it's like something needs to be you done, don't. I'd be like, shotgun knot. <laughs> Put the pins out. Yeah. Shotgun knot. Shotty knot. <laughs> Last dibs. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, that's on you. That's on you, Ethan. I said shotgun knot. <laughs> 13, 10, 60. When can and can't you use shotgun? Shotgun. Melissa from Bald Hills. When and where do you use shotgun? Um, It's actually my 11 and 13 year old girls. Every time I grab the car keys, I hear shotgun, shotgun, and I'm sick of hearing it. (laughs) It would be fine if they just do it and they both accept it. Do you know? And then it happens in the car, but it's like it's an ongoing fight where you're like, you do this every time. Yes, exactly. And the little one, she's always like, no, I said it first, and the older older ones will, no, I said it five minutes ago. I knew we were going out. (laughs) And it's a constant fight, then it's a... The problem a is run to the front seat, then yeah. it's a half punch on, and <laughs> you've got to <laughs> always be the... me and my brother. Yeah, yes. you've always got to be the umpire, and that's the hardest part, Melissa. Yes, exactly right. And then it's like, oh, you like her better, and not me. Yes. And, oh, it's an argument. Shotgun for the front seat, both in the back. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thirteen, ten, sixty. When can and can't you use shotgun, uh, Louise? Hello. Um, oh my God. When your baby does a really stanky number two, shotgun not. Mm. Yeah, you got him first. Yeah, no, we have done that. And I got him first, yeah. Shotty naughty. I love the shotty not. (laughs) See, this is what we do in ours, right? We go, shotgun not changing it if we're out. And then I'll go to my husband, oh, don't worry, I'll do it for you. So then I've got this bonus points for doing it because I'd got shotgun. Oh, so you say shotgun not, and I then you do it anyway. Not, and then I look at him and go, oh, don't worry, babe, I, I actually will do it. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. So then I've got all this credit for doing something that... Mm. I'm going to throw another one into the ring here. Oh, no. Bagsies. Bagsies dibs or bagsies bags. shotgun? No, bagsies not as well, because you can bagsies and bagsies not. Yeah, bagsies is the same shotgun. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. that's the same, mm. really. 
It's probably mm. just changed over. Where do bagsies come from? Bags. Can you hit the shotgun? Shotgun talk amongst yourself. <laughs> uh, so okay. thirteen ten sixty. When can and can't you use shotgun? We're going to start uh, using shotgun as part of our show rules here, which I I love. Shotgun talking to Jay. Jay, <laughs> when do you use shotgun? When did you? When do you use shotgun? Well, there's three boys, one one girl. And uh, my sister has ultimate shotgun, so last slice of cheesecake, doesn't matter which boy says shotgun, sister says shotgun, and that's it. That's, she oh, wins no. it. I hate that rule. Are you Wait, saying that a girl's, a girl's shotgun always overrides a guy's shotgun? Uh, when it's one girl and three boys, yeah. Mm. Oh. Like, so it doesn't, doesn't matter. You know, we moved into a new house, and, you know, oh, sweet, I've got this nice little corner corner bedroom with two windows. It's, it's going to be nice. Shotgun. No, yeah, no, I, no, not going to work. This is why I've got a, a, a strange sense of entitlement because I had two older brothers and it was always like, just let your sister. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, she's, you know, in the middle, but doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, no. She she has ultimate shotgun. She says shotgun, that's it, you lose. You sound real upset about that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it was really, really annoying, yeah. 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 Thanks for sharing your story, Jay. Yeah. No worries, thank you. How old are you, Jay? Uh, I'm 33. Yeah, I've nailed on to it for too long, though. <laughs> uh, she still doesn't take me. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I don't know if you guys have gone through this with your kids, but uh, my, my kids are very different where one is uh, lo- one loves to learn at school and he has requested uh, more homework from his teacher and he mm-hmm. wants to get extension work. He loves it. He's very good at, you know, maths and science. And the other one is loving school socially. Not to learn, can't be bothered with the lessons, but he likes to go to before school care because mm-hmm. there's a group that he hangs out with there. Mm-hmm. And then he does like first breaks a different group and then the big breaks a different one. And then after school, he wants to do activities with him. He's like the mafia. He's got little pockets everywhere. Jagger. He's just a social kid. <laughs> yeah. He loves socialising. But we've got a bit of an issue with him because he always wanted to go on what his um, older brother goes on when he goes over to people's houses. And he wasn't really at that age. Mm-hmm. But now he is six, there's a lot of people that want to do play dates. Mm-hmm. So he's taken aboard himself to organise play dates. So I'll get a message from a parent saying, hey, thank you so much for having him tomorrow night. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh. And Jagger is so convincing that he's gone saying, my mum said that we would love to have him over tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. And he's got his older brother to write little messages so that he can give it to them to give wow. to their parents. Oh, because I was going to say that's always done via a note. Usually, give you know, like give this to your mum from my mum. Mm, mm. How so, neat is Finney's writing? No, it's not neat, but I don't think they care. They just think probably Jagger's the one that's writing it and passing it on. Uh. So then I got a, um, a message saying Jagger can come over, and I was like, yeah, that's cool. Jagger has organised for someone to come over to ours for three nights. <laughs> what stay? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, now the parent knows. Goes, oh, this is a bit like strange. Just take, Jagger's organised for three nights, and I was like. No, I don't know anything about it. And then you're the awkward one where you've actually got to say no. Your daughter used to always do this, didn't she? He's Airbnb your place. He's <laughs> <laughs> an Airbnb like, host. Never, I'm mine... never free on that time, and you always feel bad because mm. you're apologising to the parents yeah. and the kid for something that you didn't organise. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so sorry. We'll have them over another night, but we just didn't have time for this weekend. Mm. Yeah, well, mine are not not that intense, but by the, when I get to the school gate, by the time she's come down, she's organised something. Yeah. yeah. But I can say, like yesterday, she um, wanted to have, go over to a friend's house, and I said no because um, she hadn't finished her homework. 
Ah, see, I used to always blame the pandemic. Sorry, it's a lockdown. It's it not so anymore. You're allowed to have someone over. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. See, I think you're getting played by the other parent. Well, oh, I would completely take that I, ride too. I'd be like, I, sweet, yeah. I reckon the other parent mm. is saying to their kid, <laughs> hey, because they don't have babysitting, mm. hey, go and arrange with that with Jagger mm. to like, see if you can go and stay at his place for three nights. Like, you know, mm. and encourage it that way. Mm. And so that you're thinking, oh, it's all Jagger organising it, and they're trying to think you'll get the guilt. He's not even organised to go over to people's houses, though. Mm. So that's good. Yeah. And then I give a long list of all the stuff that he can't eat, and the parents go, oh, God, (laughs) silly our kid. (laughs) Can't be done. (laughs) So Mm. when's the kid staying? Yeah, Yeah, they're moving in. It's just three nights. Who would organise a three night? He's never had a sleepover before in his life. On on week school nights as well? No, weekends. Okay. So uh, on a long weekend? Yeah. Yeah. It will be. I just, I'm like, just do a lesson, mate. Like, <laughs> stop, you know, he goes, I got in trouble today 20 times. What do you think it was for? For talking, mate. We know that. Yeah, he was cutting sleep over deals. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. Our boss uh, gave me a call yesterday. You know when you always feel like the principal's calling you? Mm. And I went, I went through a whole list of, like, what was it? Did Maddie say something on the show wrong yesterday that I should have done? Did Stab <laughs> break into the beer fridge and I should have told him off? You know, all these things are just going through my oh, mind. Mm. It absolutely could not have been anything that you did. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, what? I was just thinking how I was going to cover my cover my brothers, you know? Mm, thanks, oh, appreciate that. No, no, no. What this was is it was Stab, Abby and Matt to the principal's office. And then we're all walking along. I wasn't even with li- them. Lining up our stories. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes rogue. As soon as you set foot in, bang, she goes rogue. It was them. It was them. <laughs> no, no, no. But I don't, I don't, actually, I still don't know what it was about. But you know why I didn't answer the phone? Because I went to go and pick up. And then I had to. Because my little son is in the back car. And we're going on a freeway in the back mm. seat. And he loves trucks. Right? Every time we see a truck, he screams out truck. Mm. Why can they not pronounce the T? Why does it change? Teeth. They're just to the so he, copying mummy and daddy. Well, he he thinks it's so funny as well because his older brothers always do it. And I was like, do, would they understand if I said there was trucks there, or would they just think that he was potty mouth? Mm. So I thought I better not answer. Yeah, trucks. Thanks, but no thanks. Hope he doesn't see a mother one. He asked me to buy one. He said, "Can you buy it?" They're very expensive, honey. Don't have any cash on me. Uh, My little daughter Eden had a bit of a cough, so she didn't go to kindy yesterday. We kept her home, which, you know, that's what you've got to do these days. Once upon a time, you'd just send them off. But now, COVID. Mm. But um, why is it that children, they're terribly sick, terribly ill, and then... You decide, no, I'll keep them home. And then all of a sudden, they just pep right on up. Right on up. And you've already done the right thing. It's now 9.28, and you're like, if I turn up with them at 9.28, they're going to be like, sus, what's going on? False alarm. You know? (laughs) Panadol's kicked in. (laughs) Yeah. I had had a great day yesterday walking around Target, uh, playing Uno, losing every game of Uno, of course. Mm -hmm. Barbies, that's exactly how I want to spend my Wednesday. Mm. So thanks, but no thanks. Have to make an apology to people of your ilk, Maddie, religious people, because when I take Gussie for a walk 
around the neighbourhood and to pick up roars at school pickup. Every day, without fail, he chooses to do a massive number two right in front of the local church. I don't know what he was in a former life. Mm. I mean, it's ironic because with his little white collar, he even looks like a minister. Mm, maybe he thinks it's a gift. A gift. It's a donation. Because <laughs> they do God. go to the same place at the same time, don't they? Well, like, he a has bit of a chosen habit. to. Yeah, yes. bad choice. Bad choice. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm maybe just... all your training, he's finally following your lead. <laughs> talking go, about hound of Satan. Home, and he thinks this is what daddy would like. <laughs> seen daddy do it. <laughs> No, I always do that at night when no one's around. <laughs> Thanks for that. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B105.